And hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backwards, your mid-morning solo cipher. It's your girl, yours truly, Ruby Red. Merry Monday to, to us all. My Faroni shoe. Um, may this week be blessed and may we all walk through wide open doors to happiness, health, prosperity, fun, um, just beautiful memories. Or let this week be better than all the weeks before. And may we outshine ourselves from all the days in the past. Or the mother. Um, jumping into topic today, I want to talk about protection. And when I say protection, I mean spiritual hygiene and protection. <laughs> I like that little phrase, spiritual hygiene. Why I like that? Because it's a good way to make you think wider when it comes to protection. It's understandable how some people could think that they don't need to be protected. They're not doing anything. Oh, I don't practice witchcraft. I don't do candle magic. I don't do spells. I don't do voodoo or hoodoo. And, you know, I'm not into that. So I don't have to be protected. I don't believe in that. So I don't have to be protected. Lies and fairy tales. Let me explain something to you. You don't got to believe in a goddamn thing for it to believe in you. Okay. Energy is real. Energy is fluent, flowing, and unbiased. That shit does not care if you are male, female, young, old, sick, poor, fucking greedy, full, hungry. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're all beacons. We're all open and available to different energies. We are all, we all have the capability to be overwhelmed by an energetic emotion, a sensation, a spirit, if you want to call it that. We can, we can vibe. We, we can, like, I talk a lot about the vibrations that we drop and raise to on our own accord, but that's because I need everyone to realize how responsible you need to be for yourself. But it's just as powerful and possible to attract and amplify energy that is not your own. And when you attach, I think I talked briefly about that in um, the body talk, but yeah, Negative energy can attach to you and actually manifest into sickness, physical sickness, headaches, high blood pressure, heart disease, um, ulcers, fucking cataracts and all other cancers and all kind of ailments. Energy could be projected towards you. Someone can be looking at you. And just hate you. And they don't got to say nothing. But if looks could kill you, it would have been six feet under a long time ago. That's bad juju. That's fucking horrible energy. And if the person is strong enough, if they're consciously directing it, if you are not strong enough, if you are not grounded and protected, 
that energy will latch the fuck on you and it will sink and become a part of you and make your life absolutely miserable. So protection is really, really, really necessary. It's beyond necessary. It is fucking vital to your happiness and your ability to practice a fucking life and energy work and learn and grow and expand. You can't do that when you're being weighed down, when you're being haunted, when you're being fucking tortured by negativity. Now, you can give this this negativity any kind of name you want. Is that we can label it as disease. We can label it as depression, anxiety. We can label it as fucking um, uh, overindulgence. We can label it as our addictions. We can label it as our greed. It doesn't matter. Negative energy, the same way high vibes have so many layers to them. Happiness, prosperity, um, you know, all that is the same thing. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look for something. A fucking lighter. I never have one. The one that I do got isn't working. My bad, but it blew my concentration. But yeah, it's the same thing with low frequencies. They vibe on a wide, a broadband, you know, spectrum. Sickness, anger, irritability, right? All this can manifest from low vibes. And not just manifest, it can be projected. It can be projected, it can be projected. Um, if you practice any form of physical magic, you already know you can violate a person with your thought, with your speech, with a photo, with hero, with a pop it. But if you don't do work, let me explain something to you. Someone can inflict negativity or even bodily harm and or even fucking death upon you with thoughts, with words, with fucking hero with a poppet with a fucking photo and this is not to scare you this is not to tell you oh don't have any pictures of yourself on facebook or instagram or you know don't um you know talk to people or to be extremely nice to people so that way no one's mad at you it's not to say that it's to get to the meat of this episode protection you have to stay protected your spiritual your spiritual hygiene should honestly be better than your personal hygiene. I mean, when was the last time you took a shower? Probably within the last 24 hours, right? Would you go? Can you even imagine going a week, two weeks, a month, a year? without basic hygiene, brushing your teeth, washing the, the, the crud out your eyes when you wake up, washing your pits, your unmentionables. Could you imagine this? Not washing your clothes, what they would smell like, how heavy they would be. Literally, they would get heavy from fucking dirt, from dust and particles just building up on them. They would stink, they would look, they would dinge, they wouldn't look vibrant the colors would change 
Now imagine that's your soul. If you were not properly cleansing and constantly cleansing your soul, your soul accumulates spiritual baggage, dirt, dust, particles. Its vibrancy gets dimmed out. Its light, airy flow is weighed down from the negative, horrible energies that have been put on it and not removed. Protection and cleansing are vital for spiritual health. You need to cleanse your aura. You need to cleanse your chakras. You need to cleanse your spirit. You need to cleanse your soul. You need to cleanse your heart. You need to cleanse your emotions as often and as possible and as necessary. I'm one of those people, and there's levels to doing it. There's levels to doing it. We'll get into that in a second, but just so I don't lose that train of thought, like I'm one of those people who I could I take a lot of spiritual baths. At least, like no exaggeration. I try to take at least minimum two a week. Why? I do a lot of spiritual work. So I know I'm extremely prone to, you know, possession, fucking negative influences. Like I'm I'm a beacon who's turned on. Uh, everyone's a beacon, but everybody's not turned on. I'm actually turned on. So, and besides being turned on, I'm constantly changing my stations. I'm fucking with frequencies and sending stuff out into the universe and leaving myself open to receive things back. So I have to be constantly cleaning and constantly grounding and constantly protecting myself because I can lose my fucking mind and soul doing the kind of shit that I do and not staying clean. But that just goes back to what I was saying. Cleansing should be, spiritual cleansing should be like hygiene. It doesn't matter if you work physical magic. You exist. Just by existing, you're working physical magic, whether you want to or not. Every word out your mouth is a spell. Every sound that you hear has a vibration and you're taking that. You ever been walking down the street and heard somebody popping shit and all you could do is hee 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 they pick mad or ooh, you know what I mean? Like you pick it incited something in you. Sometimes, you know, it's usually for me personally, it's usually like that. I don't think I ever overheard something that just angered me. I'm sure I have, but me being me, I probably just dismissed it. Like I had to tell myself it wasn't worth getting angry over, so just dismissed it. That's why it's easier for me to think of the ha ha ha. Like this morning, I was walking down the block and I heard a girl talking about, you know, her morning sex session. And I only got to hear maybe about a good five seconds of the conversation she was having on the phone, but it had me just tickled. <laughs> And that's the transfer of energy. She was tickled in her conversation. And the vibration of her words carried that giddy, excited, that girl, let me tell you. So when my ears caught the little couple of words, like, oh, he woke me up this morning and shit was on. Like, I didn't have to hear nothing else. 
the vibration just had me tickled. I'm walking down the street, cracking the fuck up, like, yo, <laughs> yes, bitch, do it. <laughs> the, the bottom line of that is vibration is energy, is magic. Everything exists. Everything we see has a vibration, an energetic signature, and it imprints on us if you're not properly grounded and protected, like OD. And realistically, when you're running around in the day, no matter how grounded you are, it's very hard to stay grounded all day, every day, constantly, every four. I'm not going to say it's not impo- that it's impossible because it's not. It just takes a lot of conscious effort to be constantly grounded, to not let the things you see affect you, the things you hear affect you. Like, if you see a car hit a fucking stroller with a fucking baby in it, that shit is devastating. It's not too many people who are so fucking self-trained and grounded who can see that and just, the car hit the baby. And that's just that. They don't have an opinion about it. They're not fucked up about it. They're not in shock. They're not mortified, horrified. They don't find it funny. Like, yeah, it's very rare for someone to have that kind of discipline and control. Personally, I know I don't, especially not with something like that. I see a motherfucking baby getting hit by a stroller. I'm probably going to pass the fuck out. Like, I don't think my mind, body, and soul are going to be able to stay connected for that moment. And the body's going to drop. Something's going to happen. I don't know. I hope I never have to see that in person. It's fucking crazy. But, um, yeah, it's hard to stay in that form of consciousness. Therefore, we have to admit that we're susceptible to all kinds of energies from all kinds of places, from TV, from real life, from people, from news articles, from the internet, from strangers, from friends, from peers. And all this boils down to you have to cleanse often and you have to stay protected. Because if not, you're going to weigh your soul. If your soul is your favorite pair of jeans, you're going to fuck them jeans up. Not a little distressed where they look kind of cute. You could tell, like, you know, the wolf guard ain't been through something, but yeah, we holding it together. You know, you're going to pull these bitches to the last little cotton threads. These shits are going to be falling apart and not in a good way. Dirty, ragged, just all kinds of horrible. So we definitely need to talk about protecting and cleansing. That shit is imperative. Okay, so cleansing, spiritual hygiene. Um, cleansing should be fun. Realistically, it's too many different ways to cleanse, to limit yourself. <coughs> if we have a good time with it. <coughs> um, top three f- favorite ways to cleanse for me. Number one, always spiritual baths. I love cleansing via bath because I like baths. I like the water. Um, I meditate well. I zone out well. I actually project well. Um, I communicate with spirits well in water. Therefore, you know, when I'm cleansing away a lot of the bullshit that I've attracted or that has attached to me doing spiritual work, spiritual baths are just, you know, they make sense to me, especially if I conjured a lot of it while I was in the tub, you know, or after I got out of the tub, the tub is where I amplify the energies. 
either here, there, anywhere. Anyway, but um, yeah, definitely spiritual baths. There are a host of elements you can use for spiritual cleansing. I tell everybody, carol some personal things. Find what works for you. I'm an herb girl myself. Um, sea salt is probably the cheapest, least expensive, shall I say, most readily available, easiest to get your hand on. Um, Curo to add to water for cleansing. But there are a host of herbs, flowers, um, that can be oils that can be added into your bath for spiritual cleansing. Um, if you're going to use the bath for spiritual cleansing, um, I guess the only rule, I don't know if it's a rule, not really the only it's mad rules to spiritual cleansing. But the two most, three most important things <laughs> you want to keep in mind when it comes to spiritual baths. One, make sure the bathroom is clean. Um, you're cleansing your spirit and you don't want anything around that can, you know, add to, um, you know, make it harder for the energy to leave. You don't want nothing for the energy to be able to attract to clean room to make sure the bathroom is clean. Um, the second thing you want to make sure is that your body is clean. Wash your ass with soap and water before you take the spiritual bath because you're not going to wash after the spiritual bath. And the last, um, what I said, the bathroom needs to be clean. Your ass needs to be clean. Oh, and you need to allow your whole body to get wet, including the top of your head. So if you're like me and you have 4C hair, and wet hair equals shrinkage and matting. Twist or braid your hair up before you do it because you need to, I guess you need to dunk your head. If Depending on how my hair is, I'll take a handful of water and, you know, just keep putting it on my crown so I can feel my crown is submerged and the water is running down my face and whatnot. But you got to hit all those points. You most definitely want to make sure the bathroom is clean. You want to make sure that your ass is clean before you take your bath. And you want to make sure that your whole entire body gets put in the bath. Those are the three main components for using the bath for spiritual cleansing. My second favorite way to cleanse is smoke cleansing. Smoke cleansing. I am a smoker. Welcome to Folgers and Backless. I'm a pothead. My name is Ebony. How the hell are you? Um, Yeah, smoke cleansing is my next favorite thing. Again, I'm a herb girl. There are so many different herbs that can be burned for cleansing, especially if you're being very specific with what you're cleansing, if you're cleansing away spirits, if you're cleansing away overall just negative energy, if you're cleansing away heavy energy, if you're cleansing away a broken heart, if you're cleansing away sickness. I mean, oh, my Farun Osan. It's so many different herbs. There's so many different herbs, so many different herbs for so many different kinds of cleansing. And I'm really good for smoke cleansing. Best ways, well, not the best, excuse me. Um, my favorite ways to smoke cleanse is straight in a cauldron on top of a hot coal. Just letting it burn and smolder and do its damn thing. My next favorite will actually be smudges. 
Um, if you don't know what a smudge is, a sm it's really called a smudge stick, but it's a, a, a bunch of herbs. Normally one herb, sometimes multiple herbs. I make smudges and mine are multi-herb covered in floral. But for the most part, you, the most simple one you can find is a sage. It's usually white sage. And it's, you know, just a compressed bundle of sage bond tightly with string so that way the herbs aren't falling all over the place and you can hold it neatly. You light one end of it once it starts burning and smoke is admit, you can feed it with air. You walk through the house and cleanse your home. You can cleanse items with it, stones, talismans. You can cleanse your actual items in your house. I'm really good for saging my televisions and my electronics because I don't want no bullshit coming through them. Like, I can't control the fucking TV. I can control the channel, but I can't control what comes through the TV. So I do. It's not, it might sound a little crazy, but I control what the fuck comes through my electronics via cleansing. I cleanse it so that way, hopefully, there's not even a want or a need for someone to turn to something that's low vibrational so low vibes don't come out of it. I cleanse myself with um smudging. I like to start at the bottom of my feet. Make sure you actually get the palms of your feet. I work my way up through the inner legs. I go around in my whole body, make sure I get my crown, circle around my head a couple of times. Um, any rules to smudging? No and yes. There's no real rules to smudging, but you always want to make sure that there is an open window. So that way the, in, the negative energy, the smoke, the purpose of the smoke is to smother the energy and carry it out it's gonna like i wish i hate that y'all can't see me sometimes it's gonna engulf the negativity the unwanted energy and carry it so you want to have an open window to let the smoke carry out um and you want to hit all your corners negativity hides in corners negativity hides in mess so you want to make sure that your house is physically clean and you want to make sure that you catch all your corners especially if you're you know you're one of those people who have clutter in the, even if it's a neat clutter, clutter isn't always messy, but I know a lot of people use corners to pack things in, out of sight, out of mind, kind of. Make sure you hit those because, you know, it's gaps and air spaces and negativity will definitely form up in them and build up and start leaking out everywhere. My last favorite way to cleanse, I guess the only way to explain it would be aromatherapy. I like to cleanse with fragrance. I like to use scent to cleanse. I hope that makes sense. Maybe as I give examples, it'll make, you know, better sense. Removing negative energy from my home, one of my favorite fragrance to use is Florida water. I love Florida water. I love Florida water. Oh my goodness, the shit. It just makes you feel fucking clean. And Florida water is something that you can just carry with you. Put in a spray bottle. They even got little two ounce bottles. They're like little teeny, like little, um, they look like a larger version of the nip bottles from the liquor store. Toss it right in your pocketbook. I love Florida water for that reason. And it's like instant spiritual cleansing for some reason. I guess it's because the nose is so close to the brain. And the brain is where consciousness 
is at home, so to say. I don't want to say where it lives, because it lives within us completely. But that's just like, you know, little dwelling spot was checkout center, main workstation or something. But anyway, me, I, I don't know if it's because once we smell it, it automatically goes to the brain. And besides the, the consciousness, the brain itself is where things are processed. It's our own personal CPU. And it's like the smell of it instantly just calms. And it's not just to calm you down. It's like a removal almost of whatever the fuck. I love Florida water. Um, Besides Florida water, I love essential oils for aromatherapy cleansing of my soul. Um, Essential oils are herbal oils, usually cold pressed. So they're very strong. If you're going to put it on your body, you want to do a very either teeny amount or you want to dilute it with um, a cutting oil. Everyone's skin is different. I can put almost all essential oils directly on my skin without any irritation minus cinnamon oil. Cinnamon oil is going to irritate the fuck out of me instantly. But besides that, my body responds to all of them pretty well. Um... They're usually in little teeny 0.2, 0.4-ounce bottles. So they're fucking tiny. Like, you put it in your pocket tiny. And that is great. You can either open it and just get a good whiff. You can put it, just like you would do perfume, on post points on your body where your heart rate is a little bit stronger and easier to read. Therefore, every time your heart boops, it kind of pushes the fragrance out a little bit more. You can... um Put it on the crown of your head and anoint yourself with it. And it's a very cleansing, very, very easy way to just stay cleansed throughout the day. So you never know what you're going through. Shit happens everywhere. And sometimes you need to clean. Cleanse. You can be walking around down the street. And again, you might see some bullshit that just rub you off the wrong way. And you know, you can't stay in that focus. You don't want to stay in that focus. You got things to do, things you want to do, need to do. Whatever the case is, you just don't want that energy. You know it's not yours. It does not serve you. And all three of those are really cool ways. My favorite ways. Are there other ways? Of course, there are many other ways of cleansing. But again, to each his own. And for the reason of time and the fact that I, even though no man is an island, I am not everybody. And I don't know what other, you know, what ways y'all cleanse. There are, I know other ways to cleanse. But... <clears throat> I'm not going to sit there and explain methods that I don't really practice because then it's going to get hard to try to articulate and assume. And those three I practice personally, almost daily, individually, or even collectively. So I can speak on those. I know those work. I know they're fast. I know they're easy. And they're actually fun. The aromatherapy is fun because you get the, if you want to play with fragrances, um, shit, the fucking... Smoke cleansing is fun. Again, you know what intention you're trying to remove. You can play with the different herbs and you know what I mean? You can play with the smoke and it's just it's just cool. The baths, I mean, who doesn't love a fucking hot bath, right? Like even though a lot of people prefer cool baths for sp- spiritual cleansing, that's a homage to Yamaya, to the ocean, the original spirit bath. 
I don't have the temperance and tolerance for cold water. So I can't, I can't even go in the ocean unless there's no exaggeration, like 98 degrees outside. And I still can't even be in the water for that long. My body just, and if me and Nicole are working together, we're working together. I'm getting better and it's getting better. But now we need to talk about, since we done clarify, we done talked about cleansing. Now let's talk real quick about protection. When it comes to protection, old me, when I heard that word, the first thing that popped in my mind was a weapon. Maybe it's because I'm a little black girl from projects. No, seriously, it's about perception. Once upon a time, I was only limited to physicality. Therefore, I thought that my physical body was all that needs to be protected. Realistically, Anything that you are grateful for should be protected. And that's a lot when you really think about it. Like, what are you actually grateful for? I'm grateful for so much. And when I think about that, I feel obligated to protect it all. Not just my physical body, but my emotions my love, my happiness, my dreams, my aspirations, my children, their dreams, their aspirations, my family, our comfortability. These are things that need to be protected. And a weapon can't do that. Spiritual protection is so important because we have so much to lose. And when you really sit and just, which I encourage all of you guys to really think about, really sit and think about all you have to protect in your life, the people, the things, the places, the experiences, the emotions, you'll truly understand why you have, it's why it's your obligation to protect it. It's a part of your existence. It's a part of your happiness. It's a part of your pursuit to happiness. And yeah, the only one who can protect it is you because it's yours. My favorite forms of spiritual protection. First are stones. I love stones. Stones are extremely powerful pieces of earth. And... The same way, if you know your intent, you can pick specific herbs and cleanse out specific energies. Stones are no different. I mean, oils are no different neither. That's why I just love carols, because carols are just so wide in their uses and their availability and what they can do and how they can do it. Anyway, for me, stones is always number one. I keep a stone. Sometimes it's so funny, I'll take my bra off and I'll hit a bing, 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 and I'll look in three, four stones and fell. I forgot I didn't have them. I didn't got so comfortable with them being up under my titty that, you know, I don't even feel them no more. I keep stones in my pocket. I wear stones as jewelry. Um, I have stones as keychains. Um, I love stones. I gift a lot of stones. I'll 
I don't know if my friends and family realize it, but for me, giving someone a stone is like the best gift that you can ever give somebody. The best gifts I ever got in my life were stones. The very first stone I ever got was from my Aunt Jeannie. Like, it was a lodestone. I mean, um, a pyrite. We got it from the museum. All right, I'll never forget that. I, I adored that stone. But anyway, stones would definitely be my number one. They're easy to carry, as I just explained. You can carry them on you. You can wear them. They can be incorporated. You get good, real, real mined stones <clears throat> that were not chemically polished. You can actually even put certain stones. Do your research. I'm not just going to sit here and rack my brain trying to tell you something that Google will tell you in a fucking second. But certain stones can even go into your bath water. Certain stones can go into your drinking water. You can infuse your water with stones <clears throat> and actually ingest some of the, the electrodes or electrons that came off into the water. And that's all a form of cleansing. Stones can be incorporated into your physical, magical work if you do that, especially if you're doing work on, um, if you're doing any kind of work and you want to add, you always want to add a layer of protection on it. It makes no sense to be attracting energy, manipulating energy, harnessing energy, projecting energy if it's not going to be guided right and, you know, protected. So stones, um, protection stones are great to incorporate into your magical work and for the guise of protection of that specific spell. But protection and stones go together. My next favorite um, form of protection would be mantras. Mantras are very easy to rehearse once you've learned them. Um, don't pressure yourself to try to learn a mantra in Tibetan or in Latin on fucking Greek or, you know what I mean? Um, but Sanskrit or one of those ancient fucking languages that are extremely hard, even though Tibetan isn't ancient, but if you're American, it might not be the easiest language, you know, lazy tongues. But if you can learn it, fucking learn it. That's what's up. It's not that you cannot. Don't limit yourself to having to learn it. I've learned Goddess Lakshmi, one of Goddess Lakshmi's is probably the simplest of Goddess Lakshmi's um, mantras in Tibetan only because I wanted to. I learned it in English. I rehearsed it in English. I say it in English all the time. I say all my mantras pretty much except for that one in English because that's the only one I know that's, that's not in English the fuck. But um, yeah, I learned it in Tibetan because I wanted to. I wanted to learn how to pronounce the words. I like the vibration when the monks were saying it. It resonated with me personally. It took me, I want to say, about seven months, a little under a year to word it properly. So, again, it's not impossible, but it was, you know, for me, it wasn't the easiest thing. It was a lot easier than learning how to speak Spanish, though. I'm not going to lie, because I still can't pronounce the syllables a lot easier to pronounce. But, yeah, mantras are very powerful. There's a lot of power in words. Um, a lot of religious 
folk will recite scripture and prayer to themselves out loud to cast a or a protection around themselves. Words are very powerful, words are spells. And even if you want to just say, keep me protected, you know, it can be just that, just that simple. Protect my money. You can just keep saying that. Protect my love. Protect my life. Protect my family. If you are saying what you mean and you mean what you say, you're conscious while you're saying it, you feel it, you not only want it, but you believe it, that is already yours. That's how verbal spell casting works, first of all. And that's how you keep protected. I am always speaking protection towards myself, towards my loved ones, towards the scenario, towards the day. <clears throat> blessings. That's all it is. Verbal blessings. And they're extremely powerful and very easy. Like I said, it's just something simple as protect me, keep me safe. Hold me down. Whatever's comfortable for you. Lastly, my favorite way to stay protected is visualization. I am a very visual being. I am always in some kind of something in my head. There's always something going on in this head. A movie, a concert, a fucking novella. Um, There's always something, right? But I'm really good at seeing things that aren't visible to the naked eye, whether I'm imagining it or I'm experiencing it on another plane. I'm really good with that. When it comes to energy, I have learned amplify, amplification. That's my shit. I ain't gonna lie. That's it's a fucking powerful tool. And when it comes to protection, I've learned to visualize a bubble of light over myself and then amplify it. Whether, depending on what I'm trying to protect myself from, the color might vary from white to blue and even yellow. But it's usually those colors. Blue is usually when it's a health-related um, visualization. White and yellow when it's, you know, something else. Everything else, pretty much. Sometimes the reason I say yellow because it's like it's not really yellow, but it's not that crystal clear white neither. But anyway, um, yeah, I visualize my natural aura. And then I visualize a coating of white, warm light over my natural aura. And I make sure that my whole entire body is immersed in it. And then I amplify it with all the energy in me. My own aura merges and it becomes bigger. And it puts a bubble in a sense of spiritual protection. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Macabre, but it's like two invisible triangles that surround our body, one facing up, one facing down, depending on if you're male or female, it will determine which one is 
you know, on a top plane or lower plane, but <clears throat> it's measurable by science. It is an invisible energetic field around us. And that field gets bigger or smaller depending on the mind, body, soul connection, honestly. And I'm sorry, because I'm, I'm in my head, I'm thinking of ways to explain that, but I don't know if that's necessary, but just in case, like when I say mind, body, soul connection, if you're walking around and you're happy, you're probably projecting a really, you're not probably, you're definitely projecting a really big um, energetic field. Your macabre is expanded. I believe it's been measured and it's not science doesn't call it in macabre. That's um, a spiritual name for it. I believe that comes from um, the Jewish Kabbalah, but the energetic field that science will admit that surrounds us and has been measured, I think it expands about nine meters from a human body. At, I, think, I think that's the biggest recorded measurement. So, and again, they were looking at it through science eyeballs. If you were looking at it through spiritual eyeballs, you had a very strong spiritual person who was able to amplify the shit out of the energy, um, such as myself, it probably would expand bigger than that. But on the same note, if you're, you know, you're not in a good mood, if your mind, body, soul, your body you might be physically healthy, but your mind is somewhere and your emotions is fucked up, your spirit is low, you know, your mind, body, spirit connection is off. So that macabre, that energy field around us would measure a lot smaller. This is all going to say that there is an energetic field. As you learn yourself through meditation, learn to feel it. Some people have the ability to see energy and auras. And if that's you, learn to look for it. Study yourself. Learn to see that field that's around you. And once you can identify with that, you can, you can amplify it. You can manipulate it. It's a form of energy. All energy can be manipulated. And that's what I do. I switch minds to a protective mode and I amplify the shit out of it and I stay protected. My emotions, my physical body, my health, um, the things around me, you know, it's, it's a powerful practice and that was a lot harder to get the hang of. I hate saying master with things, even though I catch myself saying I'm mastered. I don't really fucking master anything. Like everything has to has levels and just because you got to what looks like the top level doesn't mean that if you walk 50 feet forward you ain't gonna find another step somewhere but that one was a lot harder for me personally to get comfortable or get good with mainly because i'm mentally visual but you know the whole connection thing i went through a lot so you know getting everything together. As I say, you got to spend time with yourself. You got to know yourself and you got to literally be able to vibrate with yourself so you can control your own personal energy. But those are my three top ways to protect and cleanse. Those are my favorite items. Those are my favorite ways to use them and incorporate them in my everyday magic, my manifestation, my protection, my just everyday existence. Um, and they work. They work for me. And if they work for me, they'll work for you guys. Try them. Think about them at least. You know what I mean? Play with it in your mind a little bit. Maybe while you're smoking, think about it. 
there are a thousand other ways and other things you can do, but those are my personal favorites. But that's about it. I'm going to wrap this up. I think I covered everything I needed to cover. The takeaway from all this, cleanse. Cleanse, 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 cleanse. It doesn't matter how you pick to do it. Just make sure you do it. Do it often and protect. Protect yourself always. Cleanse often, protect always. That's the takeaway from this. Word. Happy Monday. Enjoy the week. Stay focused. Stay positive. Stay grounded. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. And you'll be able to love and forgive others a whole lot more easier. Until mañana, much love, much ashe, namaste. Later, guys.